It went straight down the middle. Then it started to. So, Bill, we talked. Uh, we talked uh, sort of at the top of this conversation about uh, representation. IMG. Uh, something you said really uh, resonated with me uh, as it relates to. Uh, what happened to you uh, in terms of your mindset. And, and I th- what you said was, you know, anybody uh, still had the opportunity to say no. And what you're talking about was all the opportunities presented to you by IMG and others as a result of your success, particularly after the Open Championship. Because you have a window of opportunity, I suppose, to sort of capitalize, if you will, on the monetary opportunities that might exist. Um, and But I would say... Two, that as a 29-year-old or so at the time, probably really hard to say no. Oh, golly. Man, on top of the world, people telling you how great you are and you've got uh, everything to back it up. And, uh, man, what's not to like, what's not to go for, you know? And you think you're bulletproof, uh, no doubt about it. And you never can can imagine getting physically or mentally uh, tired but um, or, or uh, completely uh, just at the end of your rope, so to speak. But, uh, Bruce, you, we talked about, uh, uh, Australia earlier. I can remember, uh, my obligations because of winning down there, I think kind of carried through 1984, 1985 might've been, I think I would still might've been playing in the Australian open then or whatever, but I can remember and not, I was not playing well and kind of really, questioning about everything I was doing. And I can remember knowing that at the completion of my final round at the Australian Open, I was flying home. I'd been down there, I think, five weeks for playing obligations and, you know, all the other stuff. And I was so, um, oh gosh, I mean, I was, I was at the end of my wit. I could remember uh, waking up in the middle of the night and getting no sleep but looking at the clock and watching the second hand make its way around the clock. And that, uh, that, that's that not a good place to be. I, um, I was counting off the seconds and minutes and, uh, you know, I, I was, I was, I was burned out. And so, uh, anyway, you, you, I don't know if you experienced much of that, but, uh, I went for the gusto uh, you know, I don't have any regrets about it at all because um, I, 14 years was enough for me. I loved it, and uh, I was uh, very comfortable with leaving the tour after the 98 uh, or the 88 se- uh, season was over and on to the next chapter. So uh, I never – nobody to blame. Uh, I did it uh, how I thought uh, suited me best, and – made some good choices, bad choices, and we all have to live with all of them at the end. So, uh, but it was, it was wonderful being a part of it for, uh, we got to experience a lot of from the very bottom to the very top and all the way back down to the bottom. That's a, that's a quite a ride. We hope you've enjoyed this short track of for the good of the game and please, wherever you listen to your podcast on Apple and Spotify, if you like what you hear, please subscribe, spread the word. And tell your friends, until we tee it up again, for the good of the game, so long, everybody. Whack down the fairway, it went smack down the fairway. 
Then it started to slice just smidge off line It headed for two, but it bounced off nine My caddy says, long as you're still in the state, you're okay Yes, it went straight down the middle Quiet away